Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Archaeology, Forgotten History, Divination, Magic, Cryptozoology, UFOs, Nature, Science, and Spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Hello everyone, I'm Daniel Michael and this is Spiritual Insight with your host Mr. Darren Bucare. Right now I'm waiting for Darren to call in. This show usually airs every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It has changed from its Sunday time. We used to be on in the afternoons. Tonight's topic is food and spiritual practice, or magic and food, or spirituality and food. Which, including in that, would be beverages such as water and tea, or even for some practices, alcoholic beverages. And again, we're awaiting Darren to call. And on the show, we do receive calls for readings, as Darren is a reader at Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo in the magical city of New Orleans, Louisiana. But let me see if Darren is to be found, and I shall be right back. I will play another song. And everything you hear me play are all from people that I know. The last one was Tom Teasley. He's a drummer here in Northern Virginia, where I am. Darren is in New Orleans. I'm in Northern Virginia. And Tom had a unique job for a while. I don't he maybe he's still doing it, but he was a hand drummer and teacher about hand percussion for the government. And he would travel, he had some kind of deal where he would travel the world teaching people about hand drums and got paid for it. I was like a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> so anyway, this next song is from some friends of mine and I'll see if I can get in touch with Darren. Woven green, and this one is moving mountains. Mm-hmm. 
forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. You're listening to Spiritual Insight with Darren Bucare, and I do see he's in the calling queue. And our topic this evening is food and spiritual practice. And I'm going to go ahead and turn his microphone on. Welcome, Darren. Hello. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Spiritual Insight. Um, how are you? Fine evening, Daniel Michael. I am great, and have been incredibly busy, and but it's all been fun, I guess, and busy, and okay. some of it work, and uh, just a whole lot <laughs> going on. A whole lot of shenanigans going on. Okay, then. I guess that's what happens though, when you're in a Celtic rock band, right? Shenanigans, you say? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We drink and fight and bite and drink and... Uh, but, uh, All right, that sounds good. Yeah, we're, we're not that traditional. We, we are still a rock band, and then our melodies are inspired by sort of. Um, well, I'm trying to describe you guys to the peeps here. Um, you know, sometimes I'll say, "Well, they're a spiritual Celtic rock band, or they're Celtic rock spiritual." And I don't know if I should. I'd be saying the word "spiritual" in a description okay. about you guys. I say sometimes That's that. A, we're pretty versatile. Like if, if we're playing with a bunch of folk acts, we're usually the rowdiest folk band. If we're playing at a rock act, we're usually one of the more articulate oh. and pretty okay. rock bands. <laughs> okay, so you can lean into either your bardic rhythms or more rock sort of. We can. Yeah. Definitely can. We're pretty versatile like that's that. Good. We can blend oh, into and crank it up a little bit if we have to or pretty it up crank a little bit up, if we have okay. to. Well, the Howling, Wood, uh, the Howling Wolf is a good one. Let's see, you guys are enjoy that. Right now, um, I'm running a little late. I'm trying to set up this giant Sony yeah. TV. Who you were just hearing there was uh, actually Woven Green, and that's a husband mm-hmm. and wife team, mm-hmm. uh, singer and guitar player, who who were guest musicians on the album for a song or two. Mm-hmm. And, and they're also now hosts on Main Street University. They do a once-a-month Thursday show, so good for them to, for joining it, us. Has, have they started that? Or? They, they have. They, they, I think they're, tomorrow is like their third or fourth monthly show with us. Word okay. So we're, we're trying to expand the network by getting some once-a-month shows on some of the off nights and just sort of build the network and... Because not every people, you know, not everybody wants to do a show every week, and it still keeps their presence out there and and all of that. So we yeah, have. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to keep the love flowing. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So I've had a lot to do lately, reacclimating myself to my space, and I have three glorious bedrooms to work with, and two incantations and things, and work on my clients and manifestations and stuff, which is good. Tomorrow I will be filming for NBC Sports, um, doing some oh. readings for the uh, New Orleans Grand Prix. So whoever wants to tune in to NBC Sports and watch me do readings and see me in person, then you can. Well, I won't be in person, but you'll, you'll see me visibly and, instead of on the radio. And post a video, or I guess if you get get one, or I don't know. How oh yeah, yeah no. Though I I talked to the director, and he said he's like, can I get make sure you give me a link so that way I can post yeah. it and all that. So that'll that'll be good. And for those who don't know, who are just tuning um, in, um, Darren is. What? I was going to say for those who don't know who are just tuning in, um, Darren is a tarot and palm reader and spiritual professional, uh, offering other services too, blessings, cleansings, other things at Marie Lobo's House of Voodoo in New Orleans. Yeah, so they do, I kind of do a lot of their TV stuff for them. Um, so I know that sort of thing. I'm working on a couple other projects as well. But yeah, so then you guys will be here. Um, so we're talking about food and spirituality. Um <clears throat> Consuming something in to yourself, um, 
you know, uh, it's it's been considered to be one of the most sacred situations in all of, of, of ritual and in, in, in any sort of culture. Okay, when you're consuming the heart or the brain of your your enemy, you're you're considered to be maybe taking on the their power or their their animus, you know. So that that's that's gonna go down through the ages. Um, we have the transubstantiation uh, in the Catholic Church of the body of Christ through the host, and the and the wine is the blood, the drinking of the blood, and that and that whole thing. Um, which also then we can we're talking about consuming, and we're talking about blood, and we're talking about power. Um, we could all obviously bring up one of our favorite mythic characters that is of late cinema and um, literature has <laughs> been just all over the place in this which, of course, is a huge thing here in this wonderful city that I live in. Um, so we have that. Uh, I With ritual, um, I give to, you know, the divinity forms, things that they can consume. Um, and sometimes uh, they disappear magically. They go away. <laughs> so now other, whether people want to say it's, well, it's oxidation of the thing, you know, okay, you can say that too. And sometimes they don't. I have to, you know, you have to dispose of them as they're, you know, if it's fruit, if it's, it's you know, getting a little unright. But, um, you know, that sort of thing. Now, if you're in ritual and you want to say, okay, I'm going to make these wheat cakes and I want to dust them with cinnamon and I want to cover them in honey and I want to consume them and think about the fact that prosperity will be entering me as I consume this cinnamon honey wheat cake that you've made, and then you want to think about that while you're either in circle or in, uh, you know, some sort of situation, um, that is a good way to get some prosperity going because it'll be inside you. It'll be radiating from you. Now, you could, of course, put it in a talisman of sorts and do that too, but I think consuming it isn't a bad way to go either because it's inside. You, it will, you will radiate with that, with that spell, with that manifestation. And if you do that, do you also, like, make one for an offering and then one for you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would recommend mm-hmm. So you're sharing, you know, um, may you never... You can leave me. something else for an offering, or you can leave the same thing, because that, that just ties you to the divinity form. You're both consuming the same offering. Mm-hmm. So that's some pretty powerful stuff right there. You're linking yourself in to the majesty of the divinity form, you know, like... Like this is my body, I give for you in the Catholic Church. Okay, you're you're one with me. Okay, you are is one with the divine force that that created the earth, and you are having the same components being inside you. You know, so so the Catholic Church does it. Um, let's see. We obviously know that animism and tribal elders have done it uh, with consuming their enemies' flesh. Um. We have vampires in blood. We have that. And then we have the wonderful Wendigo, which actually just consumes uh, in a cannibalistic, a spirit possessing someone and then turns them into a cannibalistic monster. And that monster consumes the flesh of those around them and then in turn gains their power, their strength, their invulnerability. You know, he can multiply the strength of men by consuming one and then another, or so it's believed by the Native American shamans that it's dealing that sort of thing. Right. And have you heard of it? Are you familiar with that? I am not familiar Anyone? with specifically. I'm familiar with, of course, the intaking of um, in the <laughs> use of blood, for sure. I don't mean have you ever done it. <laughs> No, I know. I haven't tried that lately. Yeah, and that's like it's an interesting argument because one Uh reason some practices—sorry, I had some people coming Um, in—some practices would use blood is because it's a living from inside a Mm -hmm. live person and or animal. But you know, some Mm -hmm. practitioners to get around the fact that maybe if they don't want to say. And none of this is criticism, by the way. This is just 
purely scholar uh, scholastic here. Um, uh, instead of saying if you don't want to cut the throat of a chicken or something like that, they'll use an egg. So the egg became important for a while. That's where the egg stuff came because it's another living liquid for a living being, but a little less, I guess, um, uh, effort. Okay. Uh, you know, a little less stuff going on than if you, you know, cutting a, open a, an animal. Yeah, it's like because they have this extra space. I was talking to this girl that works in the store, and I was like, well, you know, I could maybe rent one of my rooms out to you. You know, that's weird thing about it. And she's like, well, are you? Are you sacrificing live animals to that kind of stuff? <laughs> she doesn't know what kind of, you know, she's like, I'm not sure what exactly you do, um, and I know you do all kinds of stuff, but are we going to have the live animals? Gonna be I'm like, yeah, you know what, not not, not, if, not unless it's, it's an emergency. It's just not. I don't, I love animals. I don't, you know, I try not to, to do it. I, I, I haven't in, in actually a while. Um, Unless it, you know, there's no someone's in dire fear, danger, and that's the only way I can kind of approach it. Then that's a horse of a different color. But have I run into that lately? No. Yes. So an egg would be perfect. An egg would be a perfect way to supplant the fact that yeah, you need something huge, but you know, you don't need. It doesn't necessarily need to be. You know, it need to be something. Just so, I mean, I'm sorry, but cutting a head off a chicken, it, it, it gets a little messy. And it can be very intense, you know. Oh, yeah. In fact, the more intense, the better. I mean, it's not a practice I do. I'm just saying I can imagine the intensity of it. I mean, these animals are hyper, and, you know, you just imagine that if it screams a little or something, you know, it's a very intense release, I could imagine. Oh, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> well, I mean, if you, you get you get in a groove with it. You just do it, you know, I mean, that's it. Right, when you're in the all the time. The right trance-like all that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just to get used to it and just do it. You know, um, it's not a practice I do, it's just, and I'm not criticizing either, I I fully understand. But then again, you you get in a group, you get in a group with it and you just, and you seriously... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. And like, if you're, you know, like, look, let's say you work in a kitchen, you have live poultry. Yeah. Just, doing it all the time. Go. You know, you got to all this fine the table stuff with restaurants now. Tell you what, they got to kill live animals. You know, so they raise the animals for that. That's what they're raising. Because the chef has wanted to connect with where food comes from more and to show it to people mm-hmm. more. And right. some people might become vegan or something because of, it, because of it, and some not. Some will just go, okay, once they get used to it, they go get the farm-raised uh, chicken or or whatever, and uh, or mm-hmm. even, and they either watch it done or they have them do it hands-on themselves. And they, then you, it, it's an interesting feeling, though, when you, especially if you're a city person, to say, oh, that's where food comes from, you know, or or, or, or <laughs> yeah, oh, that's where food comes from, right? It is. It is shocking. Um, there are things that that I do in in, in manifestation that I, I don't think that I'd have been comfortable with, you know, uh, ten years ago. That after a while, you just you know kind of you, you roll with it. But just like anything, and in, in, we're talking about ritual, and you know, it's you have to get used to the elements of it. And when you're in sacred space like that, sometimes you're not in. You know, you're not you're you're not just totally. You don't have a lot of room for your mind to wander, and this is really gross. <laughs> you know, you're just doing it. Right. You're it. Many things. Just like I do construction mm-hmm. work. Yeah, uh, one of my day jobs is I, I'm an electrician, and you know, so, sometimes you're just out in the elements. It's bitter. It's nasty, and you're mm-hmm. just being disgusting, and you're just doing stuff that. Sometimes you would think we're just crazy, but you just want to get out of there, you know. <laughs> you just... Yeah, like what? What can I do to just get this over with? You know, <laughs> exactly. how do I do this? Well, I'm crawling underneath this house, and it's muddy, and I think there's a snake over there. You know, and it's, it's whatever. You know, it's just a. Uh... You don't know what's under there. You like you don't know doing it under houses here. Oh my god, you get like a possum was... right up your butt, man. You'd be crazy. Oh man, don't even. We were just talking about it. how there's possums everywhere. Like lately, because the weather's changing, they're all like popping out from under everybody's house. Nasty looking. A lot of pop- but we do have mm-hmm. a caller, Darren. 
Oh, we do have a caller. My gosh. Okay, and um, I hope we didn't freak out with some of this blood and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyhow, hold on. Oh, we'll, we'll see. Won't we? Welcome. Hi there. This is Anna. Hi. How are, how are you? I'm good. I'm just um looking to see what you can see around um my connection with Scott. Um, it's my ex-boyfriend. We recently started connecting again over the last couple of months, but I'm just mm-hmm. a little nervous. <laughs> You're a little nervous about reconnecting with him at all, or what are you nervous about? That it's not going to go um, well, or that it's he's scary? Because mm-hmm. if he's scary and he's done things, bad things to you, I would say maybe we don't get... <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't... Okay, I guess I'm saying... Has he done anything that that the normal populace would think? Well, you probably should definitely not get back together with him. Or is it? It's just you're just nervous about the whole thing. No, he's he's definitely done some things. Um, oh wow! So okay. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know. So I'm trying so to. I've been trying to feel him out. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me let me ask. Okay. Hold on. Old name Scott. Yes. Okay. You should get back to You got into his soul. You got you got this like fake little thing that he does for people that kind of think that he's something different. And you got under that his skin a little bit, and believe me, when I noticed very intimately, he struggled every day to stay that that person that 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 caring person, and especially around you because he wants to be that he wants to be that person, but you drive him crazy. I saw his hands like talons that are just like like you just you make him a little crazy because you did get to know him, and he did let you in like that, and he resents that a little bit. That can be scary. So, but that he does appreciate you more than almost anybody that you've dated. I say almost because I've been, been in this situation before. Um, so this is a tough one. Yeah. Um, it's a tough one. I got to say that I'm not saying he's a sociopath. I'm saying that he struggles with impulse control problems. And that can lead to other things. And I get concerned about you, that's all. Yeah, no, you're right. I have intimate intimate knowledge of these things. And ask him. Right, Daniel Michael? Yeah. um, I totally do. (laughs) I'm not going to go into it more than that. But I, um, I can say that it's a struggle all the time. Because with, with somebody like this, experience some of the most intense, powerful love that you'll ever experience. Because they are latching on to you because they, they feel something. They feel human again. They're like, wow, I really do like this. For, this is great. This is what it's like to be just like, like love somebody. But then the resentment comes because now they don't have total control. And when somebody that feels this way and then thinks these thoughts loses control, they feel like, uh oh, something's wrong. And then you're in the danger zone. Then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And then they analyze, yeah. am I giving this person too much? Or am I losing the advantage? And then what can I do to gain it back? Let me do something outrageous. <laughs> then it's like, you're like, why did you do that? That's outrageous. Yeah. Everything was fine. You're so describing him to a T. <laughs> And it's, it is. It's, it was a vicious cycle, and I I left him for a year and a half. And then we started connecting because we're in the same sport together and share a lot of friends. And that felt really wow. good, you know, just... It, it sucks to lose friends. Um, yeah. I just want to say that I, I have a connectivity with your situation, and my spirit guide showed me specifically, showed me this look of need on his face, but his hands were like, like talons of a hawk. And they were grasping at you, and I was like, it was like he was battling himself, and 
I can't even tell you how I understand your situation. Like, currently, <laughs> like, it's such a, like, the same exact thing. And I still think about this person that I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, we have a great time, most, you know, but then it just, this, the weirdness sets in, and then I can tell that's when he goes into his little cycle in his mind. Are you there? Yes. Hello? There. <laughs> his cell phone is it's saying he's... Yeah, he was like, breaking up a little bit. It was getting a little hard to understand him, but I... I was able to get most of it. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I lost you guys for a second. Oh. You, you need more than love. You need respect, caring, and consistency and security. You need that. And if you don't yeah. have that, then you have chaos. There chaos. Can I yeah. What? Um, can I, I don't usually do this, but for some reason when you asked the question, I had a just an impulse and oh, I flipped, I flipped the card myself, and I got the four oh, of reversed. Oh, yeah, that's that's the, the look. That means you have no foundation in this. I'll let, I'll let Daniel Michael talk about it. Right. It's, it's, the, the wands are about building foundations and structures. A four of wands is, a, is, is about building a family foundation and structure. Four and wands are sometimes it's family, and you're building it, and it's a very celebratory card about, hey, we're starting this thing, we're starting to build a nice structure, and this is upside down, it's, it means, yeah, you can build something with this person, but it's not, a, I'm not feeling a solid, familial, sort of future, long-term thing with this that you would want to build on. It wouldn't be, I just got a pretty strong feeling about that. No, it, it all makes sense. I was just looking, trying to see a different angle, maybe I was missing something, maybe started to feel like maybe I'm being too protective, um, you know, but it is, it's true, we have a great time, and then then it starts getting awkward, because, like, I feel like he goes in his little cycle mentally, mm-hmm. and then, and, and, I, and he does, he makes me feel like I'm asking too much for the basics, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. so, yeah, just trying to make sense of all of it. So. Yeah, it's like one person building, trying to build those four wand towers, and the other one's not really. But they're there, and they're passionate, and they're great to be around until those, as you said, cycles come back. But at least for yeah. the four wands reversed, I didn't go beyond that. I mean, it's Darren's reading, but every once in a while I get compelled to flip a card. I don't usually interrupt <laughs> But I did. I just felt like, uh, let me draw one. And I kind of was right on track with what he was saying. <clears throat> so that's from two different locations, Virginia and New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate the insight. I just wanted to make sure, you know, I wasn't being, like I said, overly defensive. And, may, you know, I, I've been thinking maybe he has changed or had a change of heart, but it's. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> People can change, but according to this reading, it just seemed like not a great situation from which to build, try to build a, a future structures with, basically, as the four of wands would. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. Are you still there, Darren? All right. <laughs> phone's kicking out. Well, okay. Good thing I flipped the card. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Thank the you. universe. Who's gonna? Are you there? <laughs> oh my God! Nobody could hear me. I hit. I, I hit oh. mute on the screen. Oh my God! <laughs> no, I'm saying you're. Listen, okay. So you're gonna just. But here's the danger. You risk your heart getting wrapped up in this again. You know, you can just hang out with them and keep them at arm's length and whatever. But you risk your heart being wrapped up with him again, and that's gonna be tough. And you know what? Somebody like this is gonna want all of you and not part of you. So that's the. Yeah. And it's strange because he wants all of me, but he's not giving me much. No, you don't get anything. You don't get. You get twenty (laughs) percent. That's so strange. Really, I did. I did a three-year relationship, and I looked at different times. And sometimes I got got twenty. Sometimes I got thirty. There were really great times where I got eighty, even like eighty-five percent. But that's still not a hundred percent. 
Right. And then you go from 85, and just because that person thinks they gave you 85, they go right back down to 20. Exactly. You're like, I just gave you all this stuff, so now I can be a sociopath. Yeah, no, that's not fair. Yeah, it's just been hard because he's a real, real, you know, like I said, there's times where we're like best friends. It's been really confusing, but I'm learning this other side of him and being more cautious. So I'm trying to be. He He loves you, but he loves to control you too. And that's, yep. not, that's not okay. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate oh, you're it. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, Anna. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Good evening. All right. Well, good job. Yeah, you can jump in. I was sitting there talking up a storm, and I had my phone on mute. That's well, quite, I, that's I, well, and that was part of... Not the only reason I'm saying, but part of yeah, I noticed you kicking in and out, and I just I was like, you know what, I'll flip a card for this one too. But I did feel impulsive that I just wanted to as well, and I got the four of wands reversed, which is building structure. You know, it's that happy story. You know, building structures. It uh, in the right or right version, it almost looks like a little party, and but stable uh-huh. and it's stability, and this was that upside down, and it just didn't feel like something to build that stability with. No, the four of wands is the marriage card, right? Yeah, it's that happy, almost like it's celebrating a marriage. a marriage party. Well, almost. it shows a marriage bower. That's what that is, four of wands. Yeah. A marriage bower. Um, the marriage mm-hmm. card. You know, you build a foundation in something. It could be, you can get married to a job. You can get married to your new dog. You can get married to a, a, an apartment, a home. You build a foundation in something. Yeah. So, um, if that card is inverted, I mean, probably... This isn't the place to put, you know, your your stake down and build a foundation, whether right. it's a job or a house or whatever it is, you know. So but you that. picked up on it well before flipping the cards. I was impressed. You just kind of right away said, oh, gosh, I'm getting kind of a control vibe I here. Can I can just I get nothing with them. I get a, I didn't ask my spirit guide anything at any point. And that doesn't mean I always get the kind of quick, like, really implicit answer that I got this time. Yeah. You know, I really... Sometimes a free will... I did a lot of card reads today, too. I'm kind of like... You're, you were uh, in the zone already. I was carded out. Yeah, I did a lot of cards. I was just explaining cards all day today. I'm like, bro. Yeah, so that's my first card I flipped all week, you know. I'm just like, hey, I don't have a card. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. You know how many times they talked about the four of wands this week? <laughs> Do you have any idea how many times they talked about the four of wands this week? Um, oh, I think, I don't know why either. It seems to be this big thing with a lot of people mm-hmm. getting back together, breaking up, all these serious relationship stuff. A lot of, a lot of things going on. Now, here's a, to our topic of the food thing, of course, mm-hmm. me being an eclectic, mystic, pagan, whatever words you want to use. Go ahead, go for it. The matriarch of my pantheon is Kuan Yin. And, of course, she's associated mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. trying to help save a temple and showing mm-hmm. this poor uh, farmer worshiper um, where this plant for oolong tea is. Like they just uh-huh. were running out of food and everything else, and then everybody right. loved the tea, and then they just start growing it, and it grows everywhere. So so that's another deity association with food is Kuan Yin with the oolong tea. Oh. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's a that's definite. Someone was asking me why the temple, and he thought it was a dream or whatever. But then he goes mm-hmm. outside the temple and sees it, and then it grows all over China. You know, as it keeps. You know, I'm talking life. about the the tea ceremony, how the the Japanese have the tea ceremony, and how there's all the ritualistic aspects of it. You have to do everything perfect and all that stuff. And you probably draw a lot about that back to Kuan Yin and a lot of that sort of thing. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Now, this is interesting. Now, it doesn't exactly have to do with consuming things, but so this, my, one of my colleagues at the store, um, she went and saw someone who's a physical medium that channels spirit through his throat or something, tonally, and then he spits up different gemstones. 
much. I don't know if it's off topic or not, but it's no, definitely no, it's a, she brought him in. It's something going, you know, from, from inside where you swallow, I guess. So yeah. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of anything I've like this? I've never heard of it before ever. <laughs> I was like blown away. I was like, okay. I'm not totally. And naive. look, I, I'm telling you that she is a very she's good at what she does. I trust her as like a colleague and a friend. You know, obviously she's cool. You know, even though I don't know her all that well, you know, she wants me to do different classes for the smoke physical tutorial. But she swears this guy, I guess they had his mouth taped shut and they roll him in and he just sits there and he just spits out different gemstones and he gave her one that was all about for Kuan Yin relating peace or something to her and she should do this and that with the book. And it was all about Kuan Yin and he just spit out like a hundred of these things and started giving them out there. I'm like, so what do you what do you think of all that? I I just have no idea. I think anything's possible, and mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I've never witnessed it. I've never. Um, <laughs> that's that exactly how I felt. Look, everything you just said was exactly what I was. I was like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> like I really don't know. I should have said that. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to say that that's not possible. I'm not going to say that this guy didn't ingest some stuff and hold it in the back of his throat and then spit it all out. I don't know. But if if, if now... I know where I, I know that they, uh, Where are we... What? I was saying, you know, I was trying to balance the, the coin. Uh, there's a side of me that definitely thinks he might have a unique ability to store things. Mm-hmm. Are these stones forming in his stomach and throat? As its conversation is going on, I, I, I just don't know. But then again, there's a lot of <laughs> mysteries in the universe. So I'm not I mean, we form like gallstones and stuff. We form stuff in our bodies. I mean, if you're it radiating some sort of light, celestial light, and you can, I don't know, man. I hey, I teach things that blow my mind. That's why I'm in this industry. I wouldn't be in this industry if I didn't see stuff that I couldn't explain. Of course, and no in my, even though I'm not necessarily quote unquote in the industry, but of course, mm-hmm. I read and watch videos and everything about metaphysical practice and occult and mysticism, like a constantly. I fall asleep to it. I wake up, I'm on a YouTube loop, and it's a narration of the Kybalion or whatever. I mean, I'm just to me, if someone tells me they're not interested in the occult, I'm like, really? You don't know what that is? And you, I, but it's just my nature. I, I just, I've always been like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. just whatever. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, uh, great. Yeah, I was just like, wow, that's cool. And she's like, and she's like, and hold this one. This one's for Kuan Yin, and this is for Baba G, and this is for this. And he said, this one's for the Ascended Masters. And I was like, okay, um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Oh, by the way, though, I did get a real powerful energy. From the Kuan Yin one, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's that's kind of interesting. So I just didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, burr, okay. So cool. I don't know if I would have signed up for that, but whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't sign up for a lot of other readers, to be honest, anyway. Because unless I'm having, like, a mental breakdown, which I almost was about <laughs> two months ago, three, you know, Six weeks ago, something I was probably could have used some grounding energy and stuff, and then eventually I got myself together. But I don't, I don't know if I would have done it for that one. Um, people do all kinds of different stuff. I know I do. I do things that are just totally different than any any other reader that other people have had. Somebody told me today, they're like, "Wow, did you give me homework to do?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Wow, okay." So no one's ever done that. I'm like, "I do it all the time." It's That's funny because thing. some readers, it's like when the reading's mm-hmm. over, it's like mm-hmm. they cut. It almost feels like they're cutting the cord. And in other mm-hmm. ones, I think more like you, your style is like you're trying to actually help them and say, "Oh well, we'll do this." You know, some mm-hmm. feel like distant and mystical, and oh, I've cut the cord, and there is the advice, and do what you can with it. You know, <laughs> and I release you. Right, That's what I mean, like cutting the grill. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, leave my presence. <laughs> you know. Yes, and then like you're gonna throw like a, a smoke capsule on the ground and like poof and disappear. <laughs> like afterwards. 
But um, it's hard. I get. I got a lot of people today that just wanted to hang out and just like so. Did you? Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I'm like, uh huh. Okay, well, have fun out there. <laughs> and they're like, oh wow, that's just. So how did you start learning this? I'm like, oh god. Sure. Do you have another 45 minutes? <laughs> do you have enough? Yeah, you want it all started in fourth grade. Like I don't. You know, it started when I saw like spirits when I was like five years old, like all over the place. Like, yeah, no, we don't have time for that. I'll say one I thing. I appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, get hurt. One thing, and there's a place for those conversations. It's maybe not during a oh, yeah. reading. Like I was at, it's funny, um, well, since we're a little bit on casual time, um, mm-hmm. um, oh, I just said um again. I hate when I do that on the air. I was at Sticks and Stones. I was actually just getting uh-huh. lunch at a deli nearby, and I went to where their new location is. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. unlike the last couple times I had been there, mm-hmm. it had that dizzying effect again. Like there's kind of like you know magic going on there. Yeah. Like before, before it felt no like bubbles. they weren't there, but they were like kind of borrowing the place because they're splitting it with another business. And they they have plans for beyond that too, but it felt like yeah, the yeah. sticks and stones mojo is kind of in here now. It really felt like it was almost taking over. In fact, whereas before oh, it didn't like take they over. <laughs> I think they I think they won. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what witches do. We take over stuff. That's what happens. <laughs> but it was fun. I sat in on a meeting. It was a little witchy mm-hmm. Wednesday meeting. I wasn't even intending on it, but they just said, "Hey, you're here. Why don't you come talk?" And da da da. And they were talking about dreams, sure. which I'm big dreams. So I'm not going to go any further okay. about it. But mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But while uh-huh. I was sitting there, it felt mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this place has been. The energy in this room is way different than when I helped them move the furniture in here. <laughs> I mean, it's like dramatically different. <laughs> Bubble is no joke. She texted me the other day. She's like, what's up, Derwood? How are you? Like, she was like, hey. Bubble is no joke. And Gwendolyn is certainly no joke. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. And uh, I will probably be coming to go to visit my friend in Boston um, at some point. So I'm probably going to go back there. And, of course, you know, you can always crash here for a many nights. Oh, that's cool, too. Well, that's, that's good to know. We're close to, you know, of course, you know, of course we're close to Six and Stones. We're, we're right. But uh, we're close to a lot of things here. This ain't a bad location either in its own in its own hipster, quasi-city suburbanite way. <laughs> yeah, you no, know. No, yeah, no, yeah, no problem. Maybe I'll do a little bid at Crystal's to have a free, free moment. I'm just for my clients to come say hi to me. I know, like, five people are like, if you come back, you let me know. I'm like, okay. Oh, and and Gwen said to mention something about Tuesday nights. Who did? Gwen from Six and Stones. Gwenny? Oh, yeah. I had to remind her that it's Tuesday all the time. She's in a tree. Gwendolyn's always in a tree. She's like, I'm in a tree. I'm like, Gwenny, your hair is on fire. Oh, I'm in a tree. Like, oh my gosh. You have no pants on. Oh, I'm in a tree. Yes, so I always, if you always be like, very peaceful. I'm like, I'm like, what? I said she's very peaceful. She can handle these situations. She is. She's a magical person. She she would ask me every week on Tuesday what day it was. I'm like, you ask me every Tuesday. You never know. Is that like the blank day? Is that the day where you forget what day it is? (laughs) <laughs> always when you ask me that question, so I started writing on a piece of paper. It's just she would ask me, and then I just hold up the piece of paper. <laughs> I, have it, I have it ready. I have the here. It is right here. Tuesday. So now I know the story because I was like, okay, I'll, I'll tell him it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right, man. Whatever, whatever you say. I love those check I'll tell you what. That's pretty awesome. Um, so anyway. that's cool. Uh huh. Yeah. So back to consuming, consuming. Items. And you mentioned before casting a spell into something you eat. I watched a special one time, and I'll make it very short, where they mm-hmm. they scientifically experimented with a couple of spells, 
if, if, to, to say this all very quickly. And one of the ones that was the most effective, it was a woman that ate a cupcake that she helped make that was part of the process, that she had something to do with it, to get mm-hmm. over a fear of snakes. And then they put, like, a non-poisonous snake on her, and she didn't mind it anymore. And she had this woman that was a witch that was with her saying, trust me, this is going to work. So there was also some mental stuff going on. And and I thought that was kind of interesting. It was one of the most successful of the ones they tested was this woman who just couldn't even look at a snake. Was it a spell? Was it a spell? Sort of. It was an intention and an activity and a spell and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And she had this Was it called a spell or was it a psychological? psychological No, they were calling it a spell. The lady was calling it a spell. Oh, they were? Oh, okay. 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 And saying that they were doing Yeah, they were trying to say it was some exercise. No, that's a spell. Um, no, are you no, aware were, of um, about magic and uh, in the movie Thinner? Okay, let's talk about Thinner. Okay, yeah. all right. And you see at the end of the movie, she he puts his, you know, wasting away disease into a pie, leaves it in the fridge. Well, he gets up in the morning and he wakes up and I think his daughter was eating the pie. She's like, "Oh, the pie is good," <laughs> like or his wife and his daughter were. And he was like, no. That was some stuff. And that's some gypsy magic right there. That was some great magic. You could do malign stuff. Obviously, you could poison somebody, but you could put a spell in something. Because they're they're putting it in their body. I mean, you could put some crazy stuff in there. Yeah. You could do... A certain person told me that (laughs) she... Let's just say... But you can put, and obviously I think every you all know this, if you're worth your salt and witchiness, put menstrual blood in spaghetti sauce. Oh, boy. Will I keep your man forever? Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a thing. That's, um... That is, is definitely... <laughs> Again, we're going back blood. to the fluids. We mentioned the egg, we mentioned blood, and mm-hmm. now we mentioned another type of blood. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, you know how many of my clients that if they're they're you know kind of African American males are like, man, I don't eat no no you know girls spaghetti. I've heard it. I've, I've I don't heard go it. near anybody's spaghetti. <laughs> they tell me that all. <laughs> I've heard that when I lived out south too. <laughs> yeah, I don't go near no girls spaghetti. <laughs> nope. You make lasagna, I'm not going. You got to make something yeah. different. <laughs> Um, now there's uh, <laughs> one of one of the spells I do with the Satru little manifestation. Mm-hmm. So this one, you take a glass of water, really easy. You trace the rune or string in it, okay? Urus, and you trace Urus in it, and then you just. Hold still and, and picture that rune infused in the, 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 the water, infused in it. And then you take a deep breath and then you drink the whole cup of water. I like the simplicity of that. Oh, it's simple. It's easy. I do it all the time. It's a good hangover stopper for me if something, for some reason, went out or something. I know. So I'm telling you, do it all the time. Some reason is New Orleans for some reason. <laughs> Oh yeah, so yeah, so there's is there something new in the Oh yeah, there's there's something there. There usually is. Lately because I can do whatever the heck I want, everyone's always like, We have this you know, Alice in Wonderland themed dance party or it's it's always some themed it's something or other going on. Yeah, you know, there was something Eastern night called Atonement that was like well, like some sort of gothic you know, version of Easter, I don't know what it was. It was crazy. I didn't go because I got sucked into the Easter parade, which was interesting. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's funny how in this town everybody dresses up like chickens and roosters and everything on Easter, and they go, like, crazy. It's, like, very, it's a whole extravaganza on Easter. Whereas Easter for the rest of the country, I don't know about everywhere, but... yeah. A little it's very, not that kind of colorful, I guess. People have, yeah, no, people have, like, floral oranges on their head, eggs all over themselves, like, bunny ears, bunny tails, like, wild stuff. I don't even know. Some people just have, like, 
flowers growing out of it. Like, you know, their clothes are all done with flowers and stuff. It's like wild. So it's pretty exciting. They like, they like to dress yeah. up in the <clears throat> This year, everyone had carrots, like real carrots, and they were doing all kind of ridiculous things with carrots all day. So there's a lot of those pictures. <laughs> it was very weird. We want oh, to So that was wacky. Yeah. No, it's wacky. Wacky moments in two. Um, so there's that. So, consuming things. If we have eight minutes, um, eight I minutes think I'll. We have eight minutes left. Um, so, was there anything else you wanted to add about consuming um, items and spiritual practice? Well, the one I wanted to bring up was the the tea references from um, in the Kuan Yin. Mm-hmm. As almost mm-hmm. as if her being in the tea leaf is her manifestation on planet Earth itself, almost like the body of Christ being, you know, the bread, right, in in the, in the oolong mm-hmm. tea, and so it was so very much revered um, mm-hmm. as the Bodhisattva Kuan Yin. It makes sense to like me. I'll tell you why. Tea tea helps tea? with compassion, and, and the tea leaf is her. He helps work. with calming you down. Kuan Yin's all about peace, passion, or compassion, calming, you know, that's a tea thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not as intense right. as coffee. Even the tea with caffeine, is, unless you make it super strong, isn't as intense. In fact, my offering to her is a homemade, it's funny enough, it's not oolong, it's a homemade ginger tea. I pound, like, the ginger root and boil it for a while and... Um, and I usually decorate the glass with a little something, meaning like a, a one of the slivers. <laughs> and then to the... Slivers of what? With like a, one of the slivers <laughs> in your sort of, you know... Oh, cool. It's like a presentation. Cool. Yeah, I told my friend Sean like, that you... Like, yeah. uh-huh, go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's kind of my normal offering to her. Well, that's a good her. one. Ginger isn't too crazy for her? Or? Well, you would know. That's your thing. So I wouldn't. I mean. I don't know. I, I, love, I love ginger, but I didn't. I'm, I guess she would. It just felt right. If it feels right, then that's right. There's no it's question about it. If it feels right, it's right. Strength ginger tea. Uh-huh. Um, that's and then for oh, the. Like and for my personal, since we're talking about food and offerings, um, mm-hmm. it's all. Regardless of whatever god, deity, god form in the pantheon, it's almost always bourbon for me. I leave like a little thing of bourbon. I thought of changing Word some up. of this too. I haven't changed it up much, but I kind of usually go with I the change old. it per god, but a lot of a lot of the Orisha in Santeria love rum. So mm-hmm. But believe me, if I run out of rum and I need to make an offering... And there's Irish whiskey in the house, which, by the way, there probably will be Irish whiskey in the house. It will be offered because I don't have any rum. So that will happen. Um, but rum works with a lot of the deities I work with. Um, I usually, if I'm working with Freya, I just leave her beer a lot of the time. Some sort of decent, like Hull Garden or something. Yeah. Because she gets right in there and she'll drink beer with all the boys and stuff and just hang out. She's like that. You know what I mean? So... Oh that's yeah, almost one hundred. She says that's her thing. Like she, I hang out with the boys. I'll have sex with the boys. I'll do whatever the hell I want. I'm, you know, she's the goddess of the queen of the balcony. She don't give a shit. Right. So that's I will give her that a lot of the time. Um, I think I experimented uh, with Freya when I wasn't ready to or well researched enough at one point back in my goofy, goofier days. In your goofier days. <laughs> I felt like, okay, I wasn't ready for this deity yet because I, I honestly hadn't done enough research. But I felt like uh, I was drawn to her, and I was like, you know what? I, I don't know if I've done enough. I don't know if this feels right. And you know how you get used to a, a matron deity, you know? I, was, I thought I was going to sw- switch up and all that. Not that the original one look. minded because Kuan Yen wouldn't you might mind not like how She might not like how nice you are. That might be a little weird for her. You're nice. Perhaps. You're like, you remind me of my friend Sean. I just left his house. He just told me, um, Sean is like super nice. 
and, and congenial and welcoming and understanding and you're well, got, not totally like <laughs> what? Go ahead. You're not totally like that, but you're kinda like that. <clears throat> so I was just telling him today that you she reminded me of him a little bit. It's like, oh really? I'm like, yeah, so yeah. Which, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that's a negative at all. Right. You know, I would love to be a little more like that instead of snarky town. But it happens sometimes. <laughs> Apparently, I said there's someone who came in in a tuxedo the other day, like walked in and <laughs> just said something like he just came off. I just made fun of his tuxedo. I don't know where it came from, but I was like, oh. I don't have the that's... judgmental thing. I don't have that. Like, yeah. I don't have where I watch them. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not always thinking it, but I don't have that thing where I, I, unless I'm in, like, with a bad influence, like maybe if I'm with you or something and I see something. I I just like to poke fun at people, and sometimes it's taken the wrong way. I really don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want anyone to feel bad. But I I might see something that that is a little abrasive that might just kind of engage somebody and chat with them and kind of say something to kind of get their attention. And some people just don't don't like that very much. Right. And it's a, you know, it's a balancing act. Like, I know other people that are way more accommodating than me. You know, there's a person in our band that's like that, that's like totally so sweet. It's almost like, you know, maybe too much, you know. I'm saying that in a joking way, but, but, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, well, you don't want to be ridiculously naive. I don't care who you are. That's that's not a good place to be. It's just not. I mean, you're gonna no, get. it's good to go out. Into you're gonna be you're gonna be confused when people do weird stuff to you. You're not gonna understand why, and that that there could be too much of that. Yeah. And, then and I definitely been guilty stuff. of it in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've also made myself stronger. You know, in the in the future. You do that, and you don't have to be suspicious of everyone either. So right. that's not healthy either. But you do have to have a healthy respect for yourself and your time, and don't get sucked into people's drama if you don't need to be. And that, I think, are some key rules to that whole scenario. Put it that way. It's going to keep you from acting goofy, but um. Okay, so we're at time. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Spiritual Insight with Karen Bouquet. I want to thank my co-host, Daniel Michael, uh, for joining me. And then also, um, you can get a hold of me and contact me at Maria LaBeouf's House of Voodoo on Bourbon Street in New Orleans or at D-B-U-C-A-R-E at uh, gmail.com. D-B-U-C-A-R-E at gmail.com. All right, thanks, everyone. Have a nice evening. All right, and thank you, Darren. And even if it goes over the time a little bit, it still survives in the archives. So that's always one thing to remember in case we're just like a little bit, like a minute over. So anyway, thanks. You've been listening to Spiritual Insight with Darren Bouquer. Have a great evening, everyone. archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.